I'm Larman. And I am Steve. This is episode 23. So, we'll start off how we normally do, Steve. So, what gaming were you doing this week? Ooh, there's three. I don't know which one I want to actually start with. Oh, actually, no, I'll kick off with the download, Fortnite. Ah, I was playing that too. How cool is it? I didn't get to play. <laughs> it was a, a, a We're living... talking about gaming of the week, and you're saying you downloaded the game. Good yeah, work. But you didn't all. play it. That's all I done. That was the gaming <laughs> of the week. I watched uh, 12 gig because on my PS4 Pro, it turns out I don't have Fortnite. It was on my normal PlayStation. So yeah, I'm spewing about that. But I downloaded it last night. I'm downloaded on the young fellas, and we're going to have some some battles. So that was my. Is there any difference between the Pro? And, and the normal PlayStation 4, because I'm a converted Xbox person myself, and I've only got the PlayStation 4. I got the special Star Wars edition because I like Star Wars, but I didn't bother getting the Pro. Oh, do you have a 4K TV? Nah. Then probably not worth it. Ah, I It's Is got it a slightly faster, bigger memory, and yep. 4K, upscale 4K. So uh, definitely not worth getting unless you've got a 4k tv okay yeah because i just play on my projector the worst part was i used to have to delete games to fit more games on because i believe the ps4 originals were only 500 gig the ps4 pros are, are one terabyte uh, so okay. like i've got a fair few games on there at the moment actually no i'm gonna leave the rest of the rant to fortnite for Mm, which section? Let's talk about it in news of the week. I don't know. I want to have a rant because I read some articles about how much society and mainstream media, etc., hates Fortnite. I'm going to put that under news because that were, I read it on an article, so that can come after as news. My other two games, one of them I want to talk about, obviously, FIFA 19. I went to a shopping centre with my partner on the weekend and she's like, oh, because it was our weekend alone. That wasn't the noises she was making with me when we were alone. That... (laughs) (laughs) No, pretty much like, are you done? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That was her sound effects at EB Games. And she turns around and says, you know what? I should buy FIFA 20 for the sun. I said, what for? Stuff FIFA 20. So then... I have to kick on about a big rant about how terrible FIFA is in the middle of EB Games, and someone hears me and actually says, yeah, I agree, and I'm like, oh, no, now I'm causing a scene. So I was like, oh, it's it's not out yet anyway, and we walked off. Off we go. I bought, uh, oh, I can't even remember what I bought myself, but I bought something, denied the young fella, and we moved on. The young fella comes home from his dad's mum did you get me fifa 20 she goes oh no darzell said <laughs> <laughs> see how that story went on the bus straight away oh through darzell said darzell said no it's not out yet and he just looks straight at her straight at me it, it came out oh, last month i think it was september 27 or something it came out last month and she looks at me <laughs> and i was like 
You don't want fever anyway. <laughs> I saved your money. There's no difference yeah. between 19 and 20 except for oh, more popular loot boxes. He's got 14. He's got 15. He's got 19. I'm like, come on, bud. Like, Need for Speed is coming out soon. Get that because he loves car racing games. If he didn't have 19 and it was a big jump, like at least two years, he, he has 15. FIFA 14, I think it is, then FIFA 16, then all the way to FIFA 19. Fair enough. He's missed a year or two as as he was going, but he's trying to buy the next one. And literally, me being the hmm, pessimist, I wonder if that's the right word, towards EA and FIFA and everyone, I tried, I tried looking it up and saying, what is the major differences between 19 and 20. So I have the same conversation daily. Oh. I have the same conversation daily just because I think, what's the difference between Final Fantasy, the new one coming out, and the old one? They were both crap games, or they will be crap games. What's the difference? Look, I, this is literally... <laughs> straight... He's ignoring me. <laughs> oh, no, uh, this is straight off the internet, so it's got to be true. Is FIFA 19... Better than 18. Because this is what people have to ask every single year. Is it worth it? FIFA. Oh, oh, there you go. <laughs> mm. Mm. Just uh, swallow the mozzie. Swallow the mozzie. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Did it taste good? And yet I would rather do that again than play FIFA. <laughs> oh. And the, the question. Oh, it's really back there. I don't have a water bottle. <laughs> it's left a bad taste in my mouth like FIFA. That's what it was. <laughs> the, the question is, FIFA 19, better than 18. And it goes on. This is from an actual magazine. This isn't just a random person writing it on the internet. It is a trusted review on the internet. I only oh, say yeah, trust, by trusted reviews. That's the only reason why I say it's trusted is because that's their actual name. So it's probably oh, not trust. <laughs> but and it says FIFA 19 is a worthy successor to a generally excellent FIFA 18 for a number of reasons. I hope they go into these number of reasons, but none of them are really in terms of gameplay. Yeah, it's more loot boxes, like I said. So it's and all then, flashy. It's, you can buy yes. Ronaldo or oh, whatever you're saying. Down and it, <laughs> He'd be blowing up if he could hear me. And then it's, yes, there are some nice tweaks here and there, and it does feel smoother and more fluid to play. However, the big upgrades come in the form of even more game modes and even more licenses. Yeah. So... I'm assuming that by licenses, they mean more teams. They've entered more teams into the the rosters. They maybe they're bringing in women's teams, or maybe that's a 2020 thing. Um, I can't I can't remember what that is. But like truthfully, I cannot find the difference. A lot of people. So you just said the difference between 19 and 19. Yeah, you didn't do 19 and 20. I couldn't find anything with 19 and 20. It was... It was, it was <laughs> it's a carbon it was, copy. <laughs> it was exactly the same uh, quote for 1920. It was just like you had one or two different maps for challenge modes, like you're up on top of a high-rise building or you're under a bridge. And, like, that's literally what it. What are high-rise building doing? You're playing FIFA. It's a soccer yeah, game. Yeah, but you must be playing FIFA on that high-rise building, like, as in you're kicking the ball against the wall or something like 
kids don't all grow up in acreage. It was exactly the same. And I understand. It's a FIFA game. You're playing soccer. How do you kick a ball against the wall? I have to just... <laughs> I can kick a ball against a wall. That's one yeah, thing that I'm how actually... How is that important about playing FIFA? Well, no, when you're a kid, you got to, like, you're painted uh, goals on the wall and you kick the ball and you have to try to get the and ball. And that's in-game, in though? Not in-game when you're playing a oh, team. I thought that was part of the game. No, it's like a kickoff or a shoot-off tournament or something. Once again, I wouldn't have a clue. This is what I'm reading. And that just, <laughs> that whole debate doesn't make so me feel like questions. going out and playing it. Look, I know, I know soccer... Uh, especially, we'll get Kurt. We'll get him on eventually because I can already feel his his blood boiling with this. I can, <laughs> I can, yeah. just get in the game. Uh, you're wrong every time. I don't know why you try that. I can Good. feel his blood boiling because he he would turn around and say, "Well, you have a new COD every year. The only difference." A new Call of Duty. The I don't only. Know what it is. I don't play it. Oh, well, you know, I don't even know what you play. So we'll we'll start on you later. The difference is, yes, they're contracted to do that, but one year is made by Treyarch. The next year is Infinity Ward. So one year would be Modern Warfare. The next year would be Black Ops, and then it would go back to Modern Warfare, back to Black Ops. So it was, and they are very very different. Modern Warfare Two, the game that is getting re-released very shortly has to be one of the best Call of Duties of all time. The Black Ops games, I was never the biggest fan of them. The most recent one, of course, with the Battle Royale, uh, had a bit of a spice to it where I wanted to play. But other than that, no, I even tend to agree with him. Yes, they shouldn't bring out so many games so often. Like, make the game that you've released perfect first. That's my FIFA rant. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's two of my games of the week. And my last one. Do you want to talk about my last one, or do you want to kick on one of your games and then come back to me? It's not my last one. I know. You've still got one. two more. One of them. Right. I know you Please. played, and we've let, we're going to leave that one for last, because that one, that's I'll, be back, about. I'll yeah. be back sleeping uh, straight away. It'll. It, it's worse than FIFA, that thing. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, keep going. So, what else was the other one? Digimon Cyber Sleuth on Nintendo. That's an old game. That is. It's a. I believe it's a direct port of the PS4 version. Now, I don't. Did it come out years ago on the PS4. I don't. I'm, yeah. Don't quote me, but I think four, it was two years. Nah, four years. I th- I reckon it was 2015, 2014. You should look that up. I reckon it's around 14, 15 it was released. I don't know whether it was actually a port already from then, like whether it was out on PSP or something like that, and they brought it to PS4. I believe it was a PS4 direct release, but memory might. might. So it actually came out in two thousand March the 12th, 2015. 15? So four years, yeah. So that's um, really strange that Nintendo are still bringing out these such old games. Well, that's what I wanted to talk about later on. In, okay. I don't know which section I would put that in. Is it in gaming? Is it in gamers news? Is it? I just you're well, you're in gamers news. Uh, guys, I, I I gotta sit down and and say Michael likes structure. I'm not much structure <laughs> kind of guy. So he turns around and says, "I'm writing dot notes," and that's that's his exact voice. And I say, "Don't write dot notes. You sound like." freaking a drone and you're reading out to 80 year old women calling our bingo 
and he's like, I'm doing dot notes, and that's it. So off he goes like a wall, and he types up these dot notes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna explain one to you. Show notes. That's it. That's his. <laughs> that's Look, his dot notes. Okay, so when you actually release a podcast, I'll give you a little one-on-one with podcasting, right? I'm glad you have doing to have that details. Now. Yeah, do it now. It's like 23 episodes ago. Yeah, okay, so you normally have, <laughs> you normally have notes okay. on what you've discussed in the podcast, oh. so it, um, or Google searches, it will actually pop up. Okay, so I've got oh. all the information that what we discuss in these podcasts, and I chuck it all in. Oh, so people are going to be looking up show notes of blank. No, <laughs> it's <laughs> No, and... So I don't know when I want to talk about the ports and releases, re-releases on Switch. We'll get to that after. We'll talk about your stuff. Okay, so now I'm going to go on to me, and then we'll come back to your... talk about the game. Uh, Let's go back to me, okay, because I'm the only one. It's about you. I'm the king. We'll we'll talk about my games that I played, and then we can go on to the final game that we actually... Both played the same. So the games I played, so I played Fortnite. I downloaded it. I actually played it. I love the new map. Really oh, really? Nice. Yeah. Look, at it, it's, a, it's quite a fun game. It's for free. I'm not going to buy any content, so they're going to get nothing from me, except I'll play a couple of games here and there. It's okay to pick up. I don't like normally shooters. Yeah. But it has oh. so much better cartoon graphics than that other game that you were playing the other week. I can't think of what it's called. Shots You're not fired. talking about Borderlands. I am. How did you do? So I reckon Fortnite looks better anyway. Um, the mechanics of the game, it's quite easy to pick up and learn. Am I any good? I came third in one of my games. The other games I got headshotted really quickly in, so we won't talk about them. But I came third in one game, which was really cool. Um, and I like the concept of how they keep making the map smaller. That's fun too. No, the Battle Royale side of things. Yeah. There's no story um, for it, is there? There's no story. Not on the Battle Royale. There is on the main world mode or story mode, whatever it's called. I've never played it before. Yeah, I never saw it either. So, that was the first game. Now, I play the sports game. Out of bounds. No, 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 no. No, out of bounds on the full. No, no, no. MBL The Show. So, it was the free download with the PS Plus. Baseball. Oh, NBL. No, M. M? Oh, yes. Major Baseball League. Yes. It's called um, The Show. The Show. That one. Oh, yeah. Any good? Well, you know what? If someone knew what they were doing... Should I download it? Yeah, have a download. Um, It's for free anyway, so you might as well. But to play the game, i got no idea what I'm doing, so I don't know the rules, I don't know how to bat, I don't know how to bowl. I just literally played a couple of games playing it. Sure you don't know how to bat. <laughs> <laughs> well, professional yeah, bat anyway. Carry, carry, carry on, carry on. But the actual game looks quite nice. And if mm. you had someone there professionally playing or someone that actually knew maybe 10% of the game... Or even like cared even, about the sport. Yeah, or even cared about the sport. But watching or it... Or played it's sport. Like, <laughs> I'm getting huffy now. <laughs> Keep cutting you're, me off. You're getting puffy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that happened about 15 years ago, yeah? Well, no, 33. Who's the white guy from, um, not white guy, that's very racial, from <laughs> Ghostbusters? Who you got to call? Dan Ockroyd. No, I'm not talking about the white guy. The big white blob dude who climbs after him. <laughs> the Michelin man. That's who you are. You're the Michelin man. You ain't playing no baseball. Oh, anyway, so I played it. It, look, it looks like you're watching a TV show. 
Oh, really? No, no, the commentators, the talking, the sh- the screens that you see. It, it looks like you're actually watching a game of baseball. So if you like baseball, definitely download it, especially if yeah. you got a PlayStation Plus, because it's for free this month. Yeah. So that was the game. But no. So like that, I had a choice, playing Last of Us or M- MLB. You've been MLB. saying wrong. Major what? League Baseball. What did I say? Yes, that's what NBL. That's what was putting me off, because NBL. It's oh. N. Look, I'm a sports guy, mate. What can I say? I forget okay. up, forget oh. up my words. English me good. Oh. Anyway, so MLB the show nineteen. If you like baseball, definitely jump on, grab How it. How much? Get, on the was it? Uh, 40, 46.23. All right, I'm downloading uh, now. So by the next podcast, actually it looks all right. I'm looking at the the video <laughs> here. You can do gym and stuff. Can you do gym? Not in real life, but in the game it says I can do gym. <laughs> it looks good. Look, as I said, it looks like you're actually there, the sort of atmosphere of the show and watching it. It looks good. Anyway, that moving on from that, back to my show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, the other game I played... Now, you got to wait for this one. This needs like a real massive intro. Here we go. So, the, the game is Time Travel VR. I'm just going to leave it silence because that's all that needs to be said. Is it freaking terrible? It is amazing. Oh, here you, we okay, go. So, <laughs> okay, so a little bit blurry. Oh, just, like just... just like pixelated. Is it? Mm. Worse than Skyrim? Oh, no, no, no. Skyrim's better. You said no to a question where the answer was yes. I'm heavily confused. So it's uh, <laughs> Skyrim. Which one? Hang on, Skyrim. No man's yeah, sky. Which question? No, which not case? no man's sky. Skyrim. Remember, I played Skyrim on your VR unit, and I said, oh, "I can't do that. It's too pixelated." Yeah, that's because you got no eyes. Yeah. You're not actually looking through the thing. But anyway, it's a little bit pixelated. It is a really well. It's not really a, a long game. Well, it can be a long game because there's actually two endings, just like the Links to the Awakening. Doom, doom, doom. No more difference? spoilers there. No chance. No chance. Fantastic game. You you're in like a little scooter submarine thing where you're scooting around. So you feel like Xavier from X Men. Oh really? Yeah, because you're in like a little pod thing. I've got the bald head, so I just relate to him completely. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then you have to do different things to like scan the different dinosaurs. Find out how a virus is mutating from the prehistoric past to the current. As I said, there's a secret, uh, there's a true ending and a normal ending. So you can just do the four missions, five missions, maybe four or five, um, and then you can finish the the main game. But then if you want to get the whole, the actual true ending, then you have to do a lot more. So keep going back into the levels, find yep. different things, monoliths, and all that. I've played it quite a bit. I'm really enjoying it. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, so before when you were calling me saying what time are we going to do the podcast, I was kind of playing it and then I'm like... Any other VR or is that it for the week of VR? No, that was it for VR because I was playing that quite a bit. Oh, really? It's not a very fast game, yeah, yeah. And um, what about uh, No Man's Sky? Have you moved on from that? You played it last week, didn't you? I did, I did. Still going with it or you've Still moved going. on? Oh, uh, did you go... Actually, I wanted to follow up because one of my mates asked, did you go and visit the pyramids unreal mate seriously how much people effort they put in i'll actually put a link on the facebook page a picture of the pyramids with their location so if anyone plays the man's guy definitely needs to go and have a look at it and if you have vr go there first or whichever you want but it's easy to go there and then load it up in vr because it's uh, yep. 
And it looks amazing. The guy who's done it has just put in mass amounts of hours. He's definitely a day one player. Yeah. Uh, speaking to him the other day through the PlayStation group. Uh, really cool, but uh, phenomenal talking, hours. Talking about VR, just quickly, guys. Michael is obviously the VR guy. I'm not. I My eyes aren't the best with the VR. I don't completely accept it. My eye set is long vision so when i'm at a computer screen i need to wear my glasses they not completely special yeah they don't completely magnify it they more dull it from my understanding so when i chuck on the vr headset it is slightly i don't want to say blurry but yeah it's as if my eyes can't adjust to it being directly in front of me i haven't tried it with my glasses on obviously that was going to be my next question. Yes. Did you find your glasses? I haven't found them yet, so I will. <laughs> like it's and it's not nowhere near as bad as where I'm like, oh my god, get these off me. It's just it's there, and so. But what I wanted to raise to everyone: Does everyone know you can get the VR headset and not use it for VR? It is purely a cinematic screen. You can set it to small, medium, and large. Small is, uh, I can't remember, like 50%, medium is 75%, and large is 100% of a 225 inch screen. Large, you physically have to move your head left and right to see the whole screen. If you could just sit back a meter, that would be perfect, absolutely perfect. But it's like I find large to be just that too big, and medium, I'm like, ooh, I've got a little bit too much black sitting around that it would be good but i'll turn on Crunchyroll. i'll turn on games and i'll play them games while just wearing this headset it's not immersive it's not anything you're just literally sitting there as if you've got a screen strapped to your head so if you've got yeah it would be funny if you walked in and someone had a 65 inch screen strapped exactly. to their head that's it maybe it's on the neck after an hour i reckon <laughs> But like, say for myself, no, it's really good. It's really I've good. I've moved out of the lounge room now. I, I'm in the whatever room this would be called. Uh, it's a bit of a gaming slash study slash kids room slash sun room slash walkway into the whole entire house. So it's a bit of a bits of room this one. So I'm I'm just sitting here with the two 24 inch computer monitors. One's a 4K monitor. I use that mostly for my gaming on my PS4, but I can just, when I want to, put that headset on, boom, I'm back. I'm in, like, even on the medium, it's far bigger than my 65-inch 4K TV. So if you're very limited for space and you're limited for all of that, I heavily recommend the VR. Get it, try it on, put your earplugs in or earmuffs, depending on which ones you want to go. And off I would go. preferably say the earmuffs are better because it does, like, if you have those little earphones in, I reckon it hurts my ears. Ah, see, I haven't tried it with it. I see there is a plug on the back of it to plug in earplugs. Yeah, yeah. I haven't used it with earplugs only because I've got my good Razer Bluetooth earmuffs. So I'd, I'd much rather use the full surround sound quality of them. Um, than the earplug. But yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, I just wanted to make sure our listeners know VR headset isn't just VR. It is a headset as well. So definitely can be a good time. 
and you don't even need a TV on to actually play the game as well. So it's really good for the people that don't have multiple TVs. You can actually play your VR and someone else watch the actual TV on a different channel, which is pretty cool too. Yeah. So I've done that a couple of times with the little one. I want to play VR, and uh, she wants to watch her beer show, and I don't want to watch the beer show. Okay, <laughs> so that's it for gaming of the week. All right, so the next game is for both of us. We've actually both reviewed this game. I was really quite excited about the game when it first came out. The trailer was amazing. <laughs> it really did look amazing, and I, I don't think you can deny it either, Steve. I, I really think the trailer was probably, probably oh. the best parts of the game. I was yeah, I was never a big I have to get it because big pirate fan. So for me it wasn't something where I'm like, Oh, I cannot go without this game. You did carry on and rant on that it was. But for me, it was like, oh well whatever. It's it looks good. It looks like an open world kind of game. The best way for me to explain it was terribly, terribly Poor cousin. Poor cousin. <laughs> like, it was... I just don't know. Like, Have we even said the name of the game yet? No, I'm building up to it. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it was shocking. It was a poor man's... Well, for me, I've never played Witcher 3, so I've got no idea. But I've played Assassin's Creed, and I've played God of War. I've played... Well, not really God of War, but Assassin's Creed sort of open world like that is as well. Oh, and yes. when you're getting stuck... And the surroundings is blocking you when it shouldn't be. There's got to be issues with the game. Mine was just the... Let's say the name. Should we? Yeah. Greedful. Michael wasn't very keen on saying the name of the game because the whole entire time he's like, Oh, we got to get Greedful. <laughs> he had his voice back on from show notes. Show notes. <laughs> <laughs> look, if you look at the trailer, watch the trailer of Greedful. It is a fantastic trailer. It's seriously, they've done 20 out of 10 for the trailer. Guys, I can't... Then I forgot about doing the actual game. I went, oh yeah, we'll get some third party to do it, and then we'll slap it on a box and we're done. I can't truthfully bag out the game too much. How far did you play? Before you went? An open world game like that, I should have put in 10 hours. That's my rule, I should have done it. Struggled to put in 10 minutes. (laughs) I really... So you lasted 10 minutes on the game, oh, and you give I... a review. How can you give a review for 10 minutes? No, I, I done it. Ooh, I done probably an hour and a half, just shy of two hours, I reckon, by the time I... What were you up to? What do you mean? In the city. Which one? The first one. I never even made it to the island. I didn't... I, I finished off heaps of quests on the main... Pla- like, the intro place. And that, that was probably one... Why my downfall. I never gave it enough effort to get to the open world... Air, air quotes. Uh, hand quotes. That it was supposed to be. But even in this open world city design... It was just the mechanics, the fighting mechanics. I don't know, and I don't want to bag it out because, like, I do, I do, and I'm going to stop <laughs> you right there. I hate it. It took me two and a half hours to beat the main boss as you're getting off the island. But you know why I persisted? Because I saw the ship in the background. I'm like, oh my god, I'm going to be on a ship. I'm going to pillage and destroy and shoot other ships. It's a cinematic. Did you think it's it was going to be like Black Flag or something? Oh. I, I really... Watch the trailer. 
The trailer shows you that it's going to be like Black Flag. If you like a pirate game, it's got diplomacy in it, plus you're a pirate. Bang! It sold me twice, and then I found out I'm just some governor, rich kid, woeful mechanics for the game. The, the fighting mechanics, I kept pressing L1 or L2, and it kept bringing up the menu, and that really aggravated me, because I'm like, no, I want to attack! Shocking mm. Yeah, I, I... If I was giving it a score, Ooh. which we don't do, and I never give a game a score, I would give it negative 10. <laughs> Minimum, I would. Minimum, depending on how angry I was. Before I killed the boss, it was about negative 100. I reckon you should play Witcher 3 and just see what we're, what I'm talking about. Witcher 3 won a lot of awards. Truthfully, I don't think it's that bad. You played... No, as in <laughs> that, type of ga- that type of game, and this is what I was going to come to later on, that type of game for me, the first literal intro is a fight scene. You're just walking along and you got to run down into the courtyard and you have a fight against your weapons master or combat's master, whatever he is. Like, all of this is, oh, realistically, if you fly through it, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. But I just feel like they done that too quickly. They put the, the hard part of the battle mechanics in front of trying to win me over. Give me some more story. Give me backdrops. Give me lore. Give me something. Like, don't just chuck me in a courtyard like they like they used to do that. And I'm not into that type of deep, rich RPG anymore. Like, I'm telling you now, there was no deep. There was no rich. It was crap. It was really crap. And I can't stop saying crap enough because it was crap. I even... You know what? I've never, and I'm going to go on a statement here and say something. I have never returned a game because I didn't like it. <laughs> but it was that flawed that I had it for three days and I went, nah, I'm done. Really? I was rage quitting. Like, it was just, it just was wrong the whole game. I don't know what they did. It's not a pirate game. Don't dress something like pirates. But no, so, shocking game. Don't recommend it. And you know what the funny part is? When I went back to EB Games, I said, guys, I've never done this before. I really don't like this game. I go, it's not Black Flag. And the guy behind the counter started laughing. He goes, you know what? I was talking to my mate about the same thing yesterday. He goes, it's bloody woeful. I'm like, and I'm just like, yeah, it really was. The EB Games lady where I returned it because the normal guy. Uh, oh, so you returned it as well. So you're making me sound like the bad guy. When you <laughs> did I waited. I waited till you admitted it and put your <laughs> name to contract. Now I'm slipping in. She actually said it is one of. It's got like it's a very double-edged review. One second one person walks in, they're like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm loving it. It's like Witcher Three. Oh, oh, it's so good." And then the next person is walking in with the CD saying, "Please don't ever sell me a game like that again." And, like, there's no one, in her words, you either love it or hate it. No one comes back and says, oh, it was all right. I'll grab a, I'll grab a different game today. It, 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 it'll do me while when I'm bored. Like, I don't even want it in my collection. No, and that was literally, I don't, I'm, I don't return games. Like, I should, I, Divinity Sin, like, I, even though it won a lot of rewards, uh, awards and everything like that i never really played it longer than two hours i reckon i played it for it's still sitting next to my playstation because maybe i'll turn it on i probably won't but i've still got it there because (laughs) i bought it and it's mine and i just and it's there but with greedfall truthfully 
I was like, you know what? I could take this back. I could swap it for the game that is my final game of the week, and I'd have a lot more fun. And that is exact. Like I just, the it was one of the first games in a long time where I bought it at full value. It wasn't discounted. It was just a regular old $79 of awkwardness. Like, it wasn't day one cost down to 60 It wasn't you missed out on day one cost and it's back up to 100 It was just like, hey, look, we haven't sold enough copies of this Australia-wide. No one's really even bought it, like Target and Big W to price match against. So only EB Games could sell it. And truthfully, I fell for your hype. Like, I watched them videos. I watched them clips as it was coming, and I was like, man, this game is looking the goods. It's like it, it does. It looks like Witcher 3, but as a pirate, I'm going to get this. And I don't want to end on a low note, so let's move on to my final game. Did you say it before? I did. I talked about it. Why did we? Why did we finish on a, such a low note? Oh no! Because it was a, a bloody crap game. We've yeah. maintained that. Well, we shouldn't have. We should have finished on a good game. Why are we? God damn wow. you, grateful! <laughs> it ruined my week. It oh. really did. It has. It. It's literally. Say exactly how it is. It was a crap game. I do not recommend it. Like that no. sort of thing. Let us know. Let us know. I, I do not like it. My opinion. I put a hundred hours into over a hundred hours into Near Automata. I put over a hundred hours into Horizon Zero Dawn. I put a hundred hours into Final Fantasy Fifteen. All of these games are a certain style of open world fantasy. Witcher Three, I maybe put in ten game, ten hours. It was probably the lowest, and that's why I'm starting to think it is the realism that actually breaks me because of that game that i talked about the second one which i actually swapped greedfall for was digimon cyber sleuth i don't even know if i named it before i thought we did i'm so lost i i swapped greedfall for digimon truthfully this is a game that's a port from 2015 march it was it's a port this game sort of plays like crisis core on the PSP like it, it's a very it's it is Pokemon but the game sort of like Pokemon let's go but Digimon you're running around it's a cartoon style you you got to catch is it the old it. anime style in the cinematics it is in the oh, game cool. yeah in the game it's not the I like I like it truthfully like to go from such a low of greedfall to such a high well Put it this way, I had Greedfall for, what, three days, I think I made? Three days? I put in more the first afternoon. Not even the first day, but the first afternoon, I put more hours into Digimon than I did into Greedfall. Before the partner was even home from work, I had... Oh, am I allowed to say that? What time do I knock off? What time does she knock off? Or work workout that I had knocked off early? No, it should be okay. No. <laughs> I had put in... Oh, I reckon in the first day I got Digimon, I put in over three hours. It took me three days worth of just grinding to get not even two hours on Greedfall. Uh, Digimon is like you run, run along. The thing is about it, it's gone back to turn-based fighting. It's not 
monsters on the world like let's let pokemon let's go where you can run along and you can see the zubat or the ratatat or whatever you just run however many steps and boom you're in a fight every oh, so time it's like an auto generate just yes, yes fights but i cast a spell to increase the generator so i'm fighting oh. i'm fighting more you can cast one spell to fight more or cast one spell to fight less i do the more because every fight you get in it scans a certain percentage of that digimon it's about 15 percent or something like that so and you need a hundred percent to be able to clone them and you can max it out at 200 percent so i i enjoy it i've got a team of three in battle you can carry 10 poke pokemon you can carry 10 digimon on you at one time you can only have three when you're battling but you can swap them out after each battle you can leave 10 on one of your it's like a digi island or something it's called and you can set them to tasks which i'll have to turn it on actually because them tasks you actually see the island have you actually been to the island yes yes and it's It's like a chow garden from sonic yeah sort of I, I'm glad you picked that as a reference. I was going to pick, like, the Weverse or the Meverse or whatever it was. Remember how you could have the little, uh, your, all your characters there and oh, they're just bobbleheads yeah. down? <laughs> uh, like, very, very like that. So you go back there after two hours and they've found a seed for you and yep, you, right. you say, oh, no, start running on a treadmill. Come back two hours later. What happens if you're getting on the treadmill for, like, 24 hours? Yeah, they'll, like, they'll stop. No, they'll stop after oh. just two, and that's all they'll do. See how um, I went back to my Sims days, where you just take out the ladder out of the pool mm-hmm. and leave them in the pool, and they drown. I like it. <laughs> and that's why it rewards you for logging back on more often than leaving, it, like myself. Oh, okay. But like, yeah, the just the differences in the dynamics is so different. Like Digimon came out. What is it? It's October. 2019 it came out march 2015 so four and a half years ago this came this game came out yes on a far superior product it came out on ps4 but it is a port like and i don't say that like oh i'm pc master race like the ps4 is a more powerful console than the switch but it plays so well handheld like truthfully compare it to Link's awakening I know which one I'm playing. Link's Awakening with its frame rate drops, with its blurred screen at the bottoms, that upsets me. That was not a good port, not a remaster. Sorry, that wasn't even a port. That was a remaster. You're talking about my religion, okay? I don't talk about your religion. You don't mention mine. Zelda is life. You bring up Final Fantasy. Oh, actually, that's a good question. What do you think? Final Fantasy... Yeah, excited, yeah. ...is is an RPG. What do you deem Zelda? RPG. Ooh. An action RPG. Action-adventure RPG, actually, because it's a lot of... I deemed it as an action RPG, but a lot of people on our page were actually blowing up about that, saying unpopular thread, but it's not. It is like an action side-scroller or something like that. Not side-scroller. I'll I'll find it. I'll show you. I I remember you trying to have a go at our our page followers, saying that the fantastic game like Zelda was crap, and now... I got offended. I was about to start jumping on there, rage, raging at you, and I just thought, why do it over the internet when I can call you up? <laughs> I put up the meme of, I don't like Zelda. And then people started getting on there saying, 
unpopular opinion, Zelda is an action-adventure series and has never been an RPG. That copped a lot of likes and love hearts from the diehard. I I think I put about 30 of them on myself. I deem it to be an RPG. I know people don't. I deem it to be the original action RPG. The only thing with the RPGs, you don't level up your character. You do get just different items. The only time you level up in Zelda is just with your heart pieces, not really like the mechanics. So like going back to Greedfall... That had actually a pretty impressive skill tree where there was quite different, a lot of different ways you could go about doing the game. Um, with Zelda, you haven't actually got that. So that's probably why it's not an RPG. It is more like an action adventure. The problem is, and this is the part that I was, I have the debate is either I'm confused or some other people are confused at what RPG actually stands for. Like it, and we just say Zelda's a fantastic game and move on. RPG stands for a role-playing game. And I'm going to read this definition for you. A role-playing game, RPG, is a game in which each participant assumes... How dare you assume my gender? Assumes the role of a character, generally in a fantasy or science fiction setting, that can interact within the game's imaginary world. That is the most absolute basic of definitions. Tell me which part of that doesn't. So why didn't you copy and paste that into the chat? <laughs> because I know what they're doing. They Because role-playing games used to be like the Dungeons and & Dragons and the Final Fantasies and all that kind of stuff where you're right. Uh, oh, hang on. I'll read on it a little bit more. Games like... Dungeons and Dragons, it's as if I just freaking said that. Battletech and Star Wars, Star Wars, were all popular examples of the genre of early online RPGs, role-playing games. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, Star Wars was one of the good ones, uh, same as Dungeons and Dragons. With those ones that you're talking about there, Steve, they have got skill trees. Yes. So Zelda doesn't have a skill tree. And that's why I find it to be... It is a very difficult one to deem because even like look at these ones with the online ones. You got Ultima Online, Neverwinter Nights. They were all MMO RPGs. World of Warcraft, like these are all MMO RPGs. But like Zelda, for me, I would deem it an action RPG. That's how I look at that game. It is a hack and slash type of RPG, but that's it. I still, in my deep heart of hearts, this ocarina of time, I, I deem it to be an RPG. So I've just Googled what is a Zelda game. Okay, The Legend of Zelda is a fantasy action-adventure video game. So action-adventure, that's what I said before, because it's not really... Like, it is an RPG to a degree, but it's not. you don't have the skills to upgrade. But the action-adventure, definitely, because you're always going around everywhere on the map, like I said before, okay. and action... Sort of like your hack and slash. So you then an action adventure would put it more into like sort of Metal Slug and stuff like that. They're more of a side scroller, but they're an action. It's not really adventure though. That would what's be more a, of an action. What's, a, 
what's the difference? It's just going sideways, shooting people, and you're just going sideways, hitting them with a sword. Like an RPG is you are playing the role of that character. You're playing the role of the the hero. Like the RPG is where it gets its depth from. I don't believe you get that in. That's why I find it very difficult to label it as an action-adventure series. I would say an action-adventure RPG. I would accept that. I just, I think people lose the initial definition of RPG and say, well, what did Mystic Quest have? The original RPG of my, my childhood, did it have? Metal Sorry, Metal Slug is a run and gun video game, mm-hmm. not an action right. adventure. Well, that's what I'm deeming. What's the difference? Adventure, yes, I agree. It's not an adventure. You're just going sideways. It, it was a side scroller, definitely. But what's the difference between that and Link then? Link, you can go wherever you want. You yes. don't have... It's not as linear. True. Very well. I like your debate. I won. Um, okay, cool. What was next? I'm still talking about Digimon. I knew you were, so that's why I said what's next. Is a good <laughs> game. Unlike our previous um, game we talked about, I would heavily recommend it. If you just want something where you can turn it on, turn it off, lose 10 minutes, or sit on the couch and play for four hours, it is definitely a game that I feel like I am doing that too. I wish I could sneak it to work and I would play it at work slightly uh, because it is a game that feels like it was made for Switch. And this is what I wanted to talk about earlier. Now that I'm finished my game reviews, the Switch console. Are we calling Switch a console these days or are we still it calling it? It is a console. We're deeming it a hand. Well, we're not the Switch um, Lite. No, but you're not talking the, about the Switch Lite. You're talking about the Nintendo Switch, which is a console. Switch. It is like a glorified 3ds it it truthfully is and what 3ds lacked in graphics it made up for in some absolutely brilliant games especially the likes of fire emblems i loved them i truthfully did love a lot of games on the 3ds because they were just not wholehearted like they didn't spend one million hours i know i'm going to put my best trump on billions and billions and billions on graphics it was all about gameplay storylines just and i feel like they are doing so many ports and re-releases on switch i I get lost some days because i truthfully hadn't looked into digimon too deeply and i thought it was finally a digimon game was coming to switch and then when i went to buy it i saw that it was there on playstation 4 for 20 dollars pre-owned i was like oh i was like oh man that's I have played it, and it jogged my memory. I only played it for maybe a couple of hours at best on PlayStation because it wasn't a game where I felt like it suited my PlayStation. I just didn't feel like it was one where I was like, man, Digimon on the PlayStation is awesome. But it could be because back then I was playing different, deeper games, and now that that's the kind of game I want to play, I don't know. But I wanted to just talk about how switch's library feels a lot bigger than what it actually is if you only take into account their actual direct releases on their library i was looking at the other day and i'm like i've got this game i've got this game why am i gonna buy it again I, I, i've already got two copies of our wars playstation 4 and on the xbox um i don't know how many copies of the same game you can have unless it's like a favorite that you want like final um, fantasy 7 yeah like I, that. I got that on nearly every 
console and platform I can buy it on. So yeah, so like if, it's, if it is a favorite genre or game that you like, fine. Get it on as many systems as you want to get it on. I, I like the idea of having it with the Switch because then you can play it outside. But if you've already got the game and you've already passed the game, how many games can you actually go back to and play? You have your regular games that you play sort of off and on over a couple of years. And you've got games that you play once, you play through, and then you're like, okay, I'm uh, done with this game now. Thanks. Yeah. So I don't think it's really... Yeah, like if it's if it's a, a port and I haven't got it or um, I really liked it and I will play it again, sure thing, I'll go get it. But not for every single game that comes out because I just look at it and I'm like, no. It's hard, but because if I remembered Digimon, I probably wouldn't have part. I, w- I probably wouldn't have bought it because mm. it was truthfully I didn't enjoy it on the PlayStation. But now on the Switch, I'm heavily enjoying it. So it. Because of the graphics style, because of the gameplay, it is very, very designed for it. So all of a sudden now it's putting in this little twist where I'm like, I have to keep an eye out for these games all over again. There might be games that I hated on the PS4, and here they are, all of a sudden popping back up on a whole different console five years later. Yeah, and if it, and if it is a different way to play, or as you said, you can play it out and about, well then, yeah, it's okay. But again, it'd be only the select games that you actually really like, and you go, okay, that's really worth my time. All right, next topic. So, we've got some news on... Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. Um, originally, the Vampire the Masquerade and then their sequel, Bloodlines Original, then you've got now Bloodlines 2, has actually been delayed till late 2020. Um, I've looked at uh, trailers for it. It looks amazing. I love the original games. You're a vampire. You're, you've got different covens to sort of... Covens? Is that what you call them? Yeah, you've got different groups of vampires in, which have different skills and abilities. It's more of an RPG that you are actually upgrading certain things. Uh, there's also, you can be either good or bad as a vampire, so you can kill the humans or try and save the humans. And when you're doing that as well, it affects your humanity. That was from the original game. Yep. So um, it looks really sick. I'm actually quite disappointed that they're now pushing it back to late 2020. But in saying that still as well, I'd rather have a polished game rather than a crap game that's not ready. Yes. And I actually like that they came out on Twitter and said, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 will launch late in 2020, um, later than we planned, simply put, we believe in quality is more important than releasing Q1. And that's from the blog post from the development team, which is Hard Suits Labs. So I reckon that, seriously, hats off to them because that is fantastic. I wonder why they, like, because how long have they pushed back the start date? The release date, sorry? So it was from Q1. It was supposed to be in Q1, and now they're doing it late. So probably Q3, 4. Mm. See, I wonder how they make, like, Doom. Doom was supposed to get released pretty much now. And it's not coming out till next year. It's like, how can you all of a sudden add one year on? Like, did you make such a mistake? Did you delete some of your code? Did you, like, what can possibly, especially this close to release as well? Like, what? fair enough if they said, you know what? Jeez, we are not going to make Q1 next year because it is months away. This is obviously not right now because Q1 next year can be three months to six months. Like, Fair enough if you've done that saying, we aren't going to make it, guys. Sorry, but we are truly not going to make early next year. It'll be mid to late next year. That adds on six months of a project that is six months away. But to turn around and be like, hey, this project that was releasing in one to three months isn't going to be out 12 months after that, something had to go wrong. Like, that's not just a little mistake. 
That's a yeah. Well, they didn't go in to actually explain. I was actually just reading the post. They didn't actually go in to explain why been delayed. So yeah, I don't know if we really need to know. I'm just glad they're gonna actually no. try and make the game better rather than Definitely. just release something crap. I oh, mention names don't... of any crap games that got released, Greedful. such as um, like, Truthfully, I completely <laughs> agree. I hate games that. Yeah, I hate games that are just released early or they just, it feels as if they're like, oh, you know what, that'll do. We released a good-looking trailer. We'll we'll get it next time. And I think that's one of the biggest problems with gamers these days. It's the, I want it, I want it, I want it. It has to be now. It has, and publishers are also bad for it too. Like, you watch nearly a whole entire movie before it's even released these days because of how many ads and trailers they put on TV luring you in to come and watch it. You're like, why? I've just seen the best bit. It's fine. I'll see it on DVD. And that's what it seems like with games. Like, the, the hype build-up is so enormous. By the time it gets released, you're like, oh, okay. Is that it? No, that's it. So, yeah, so... Vampire Masquerade, we'll have to wait, um, but I think it's going to be pretty sick. So, now on to your Fortnite. wanted to talk about Fortnite, and it's, would you say misconception, miss, hmm, I don't know what the word is. You see it on every single news article and every TV. Don't let your kids play Fortnite. It's terrible. It's bad. And it it causes murder. And it's bad for kids who will murder. <laughs> they and, mentioned murder about four times in the one sentence. Uh, and make sure if like, you didn't hear murder, it was murder. <laughs> but it's been happening for years. Let's face it. There was rehabs in China from World of Warcraft, like the the Doom and all. Um, oh, what's his name? Duke Nukem and stuff like that. Like it, it's always been around, and it's always gonna be around. How can we possibly sit here and complain about the digital sprite system on a Fortnite, and then turn a blind eye to the pathetic grubbiness of EA and their loot boxes and their gambling addiction? How did you go to EA from Fortnite? Well, this is my problem. This is what the media... The media can so simply train the sheep into un, to believing what they want. Like, truthfully, if you sat down and said, hey, look, this is the rate of suicide and depression, etc., in children and blah, 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 because of this, or, hey, you get to do this, it, that, I believe the whole aspect would change. But it's not. They they don't portray that. Like it's I understand the addiction of Fortnite. Fortnite is so crazy big and addictive. Like the young people fella people can earn a lot of money from Fortnite. Oh, That's the thing I'm... as well. Like some of these parents are going, Oh, my kid can't play it and then the kid come home like the guy who won in the UK one, the other week. One million dollar prize money. Done. Like, okay. Go on, parent. Go back to work. Go to your nine to five. Show me the million dollars. Uh, nah. But the, the problem is, and that's what I talk to my partner about. For me, as a gamer, I don't, I don't see any part of Fortnite as being bad, except for the toxicity of the actual community. I don't even find that. Like, I thought the community was going quite well the other day that I was playing. And I love, I love. I believe it's a lot cleaner. Did. I reckon they did a lot. A fantastic job with launching version two or act two, whatever it's called. Yep, yep. Um, for Fortnite, I reckon that was fantastic. They blew the world up. It was a it went over crazy with social media, saying that Fortnite's gone, the kids are crying, and, and then it's back. Searching a different type of black hole. 
Yes, they were. That the lovely <laughs> porn hub. <laughs> uh, but uh, and like for me, when you shoot someone and you kill someone on Fortnite, they don't die. Like the they just materialize. Yeah, so just for me, for me, I didn't think that was a bad thing. But then now specialists are coming out saying, "Oh, we de we're desensitizing death to children. <sighs> they d- now don't know what it means to die and." When they say, oh, you die, no, you die. You're like, geez, how many... How many millennia have we been playing Cowboys and Indians? Like, how how many generations have we shot at each other with fake hand pistols? And, like, when do we draw the line between that and saying, come on, it's okay. Like, show me where the internet touched you. Where, where does it hurt? <laughs> Look, it's just a lot of fear-mongering, I think. Yeah. They love keeping the sheep scared. And and with with these games, exactly like when I was actually a kid with Mortal Kombat, that was going big at the time. Oh, there's blood. And you're like, what are you talking about? I've had a blood nose before. I've seen a punch up at school. But you look at Mortal Kombat and brutalities and stuff like that, and you're like, okay, fair enough. Like, I still don't even agree with it, but fair enough. But Fortnite... Yeah, I think out of any of the mainstream games, I, I think it's actually a good one for the kids. Hand-eye coordination, mental capacity, the patience to be able to sit there and stare at a screen for a, a certain amount of time. I believe it's all character building. I don't believe it's all negative. And that's what I wanted to talk about was the way gaming is still portrayed in the media. And I just don't know whether we'll escape it. Like, I get deemed to be a bad dad, air quotes, because I play computer games with my kids. And I'm like, oh, so what did you do? My mate's like, I went out fishing. They literally went out on a boat, put the fishing line into the water for six hours, drove around from different spot to different spot and came back. Didn't catch a single fish, just got sunburnt the whole time. Charlie. I was going to say, I actually played a VR fishing game, I forgot to mention. Well, I played a fishing <laughs> game as well. I played a fishing game on the Switch. And you can now, you can buy the actual fishing rods on Switch. You can buy the Big Buck Hunter on switch like all of this i'm like yeah i i feel like it's Take just it with a grain of salt basically everything yeah yep. and if you like video games and you want to encourage your kids playing video games fine excessive is probably not good but if they can make a career out of it and you can get a career out of gaming or game design or anything like that why not let them go for it and let them try excessive what where do we draw the line with excessive what's like my parents are exactly the same. My brother was trying to go to pro for League of Legends and Street Fighter and stuff like that. I I was trying to write a novel. They deemed novel writing actually worse than songwriting. They said one in, I think, what was it? One in 10,000 books get published. One in 10,000 of them books pay back the cost of the publishing. Wow. So you've you got one in a million chance to actually make your money back. So one in a million. One in a million with a book. You're the same with in business. Just well, because you buy something doesn't mean you there's businesses getting shut down every day. There's people with mortgages getting revoked. There's people with cars getting towed. There's yep. like, wh- why do we accept that in? real life but as soon as it comes to something that we don't understand it's like nope that's terrible like yes i understand 
a thousand hours into Fortnite, if you put it into a thousand hours worth of brain training or something like that. I think you had a go at me the other week about No Man's Sky. I did 120 hours, and you're like, you could have done a Surge 4. Well, I think you're part of the problem. Oh, that was just because it was No Man's Sky. <laughs> I've done 100 hours into Horizon Zero Dawn. And I would not take yeah. it back. It no, was that's the same with me with No Man's Sky. But oh, yeah, well. no, you're right. You're right. You are right, though. It just, I think moderation. I think you need to know what you want to do yourself. And if you're gamers, be gamers. We are gamers. That's like, and that's yeah. If it was truly affecting life, life skills, life, everything, and you you can't build your morals anymore. You don't have any sort of morals. You don't have any sort of street street smarts. I guess the word would be. Then yes, go outside, get a ten, go and try to find a lady. But if that's what you want to do, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you no. Like there's people who have studied and studied and studied and studied and th- to try to become a lawyer they fail the bar and they end up working as a barista for the rest of their life i'm not going to say a barista is a terrible job they tried to to fulfill a life dream they failed they missed they moved on so how come you can't do that with gaming how come you can't do that with music how come you can't do that with any sort of creative dream but All right. yeah, that was my news so we've got some news coming in the next couple of weeks you just need to stay tuned i'll release more information as it gets closer but please stick with us so two weeks we should hopefully have something down in paper have you got anything else you want to talk about steve no that's that's it i had my little rant about fortnite i had definitely my big rant about greedfall and fifa shocking games um <laughs> see how i, I did that good. i blanketed it <laughs> yep but no all right guys well thank you for listening to the podcast you sure you check out gamersdown.com for your gaming news and reviews for Aussie gamers. If you want to join the conversation, please follow us on our socials. All you have to do is search Gamers Down Under. That's Gamers with a Z. And finally, make sure you smash that subscribe button. It'll never be game over. And Gamers got a game. <laughs> <laughs>